Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. This is where the story gets kind of weird. Yeah, because it wasn't weird before it. So. Vent Lab. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 165 of the Vent Lab podcast. Rebecca, do we have any weird stories today? We have lots of weird stories today. Why Perfect. would you ask? Perfect. I don't know. Because that's the soundbite I picked for the intro. And I thought that'd be appropriate if we had weird stories today. But to be honest, I wasn't sure if we did or not. It's, so. it's a vent lab. So there's always weird stories. You know, that's a good always. point. Now I feel foolish. And you are. Yep. Well, uh, I am tired. How are you? <laughs> I'm Rebecca, as always. <laughs> I didn't say who are you. I know who you are. I just... Anyway. I had such a great weekend nathan really i last okay so this last week i got to get out and like do some stuff and you know i'm an introvert and i don't like going out and doing stuff usually but apparently the pandemic finally got to me like having to stay inside and not do stuff finally like i'd had enough and i was ready to get out and i did i went to the kansas city women's national soccer league home opener i'm super jealous i went on several coffee friend dates several several yes okay like i think i went out with somebody every day last week oh yes and i did kind of panic about it earlier in the week like i don't know if i can do this and it ended up being really fun um saturday night I went out to a movie, first time seeing a movie in a movie theater with other people present and not wearing a mask and eating popcorn like it was the most normal experience ever. How Was it busy? Was it pretty busy? It wasn't. Yeah. Like there wasn't a lot of other people in the movie theater. And this is like the first weekend where I feel like there's a big movie. I mean... Not like total huge movies. No, but like, it's no Avengers. It's movies like that I've been waiting to see, though. It was um, what I've been wanting to see is A Quiet Place 2 and Cruella. Cruella is the, the Cruella DeVille, the mm-hmm. 101 Dalmatians Did you know that remake. Her name means Cruel Devil. <clears throat> Cru- Cruella so, DeVille. Anyway, uh, we chose to see Quiet Place 2 because that's been the thing that we've been wanting to see. It was great. Out of ten, out of ten numbers, what oh, number would you give it? I'm gonna give it a seven because I think the first are like usually way better. Uh huh. Um, the second was a really, really great, solid follow up, though. Was it like on the same level as the first, or not? Quite? I would say not on the same level, but okay. I definitely had some jump scares. There was some moments where I'm like holding my head, like really intense moments. It was good. It was good. It's definite. If you really liked A Quiet Place 1, you'll you'll really like A Quiet Place 2. Do you like scary movies? I love scary movies. Do you get scared easily? No. But I love, uh, more than scary movies, I like thrillers. Okay. Like, thrillers are different because it's not, like, so much, like, murder and stuff like that. But it's just, like, things that, like, scare you, like, that surprise you and scare you. It's mm. more like monsters. Right. Thrillers are more like monsters, and I can handle monsters. I feel like A Quiet Place is more of a thriller. Definitely a thriller. Yeah. And I liked it. Would you, how would you, this is kind of getting off topic, uh-huh. um, but maybe I should come back to this later. No, whatever. I'll just mention it now, and then we can come back to it later also. Oh, okay. Um, 
talking about video games because I know we have a story about video games later. But um, how would you feel about playing a horror game on in VR? Well, I played the zombie one in VR. So yeah, but so what are you talking about? Like how different? Um, it wouldn't be like you could walk around the room and everything like the zombie one was, but it would be probably better graphics and probably a lot more jump scares. So is it like a murderer coming after me? I don't know. I haven't. I don't have a specific game in okay. Like uh, in mind, I, I just know that they exist, and I've always wanted to play one. Yeah, I think I could handle that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We'll look into it. Okay. So, anyway, that's not the only. Okay, hold on. Elvis needs outside. Ah, great. Okay. We're uh we're set up a little bit differently, so she yeah. can't just lean over to the door. Yeah. Oh, he didn't want. He didn't want in outside. He just wants the door open because. He's that kind of dog. Oh, is he leaving? He's he's, leaving. he's out of here. Oh, thank goodness. Hate that dog. Oh, you, you still have your headphones on. Hey, you forgot. That? I didn't realize you still had your he headphones on. He curled up on the couch and took a nap with you today. And then you go and say, I hate that dog. He's such a sweet boy. Anyway, so you so you watched A Quiet Place. Not only did I go see A Quiet Place too, but yesterday, Memorial Day. So we had that Monday off as a family. We grilled out, even though it was raining, and had steak dinner. I made, like, those little red potatoes, like those on the grill with, like, seasoning and rosemary. Yeah. And then, do you remember that purple head of cauliflower? Did you finally cook it? (laughs) That I bought from Pan-Asian Market. It was still good, thankfully, because I kind of forgot about it. It was a week old. Anyway, it was still good. So I looked up recipes, and I found this, like, Parmesan cauliflower recipe anyway it took like an hour to cook but i made it and it was surprisingly good my kids wouldn't eat it because they were kind of freaked out that the cauliflower was purple i thought that would be like a bonus but anyway they were struggling with that so we had an excellent lunch and then we're like hey let's go see that movie cruella and everybody was kind of like not really interested, but there, it was also raining. So we were like, what else are we going to do? So everybody's like, cool, we'll all go see Cruella. And so we go to the movie theater again. Not very many people there. The seats are like the really padded recliners like that lay all the way back. Which AMC did you go to? The one, the I went AMC to the B&B 21? in Leavenworth. The B&B. Oh, Airbnb, you didn't even- not Airbnb. The B&B theater in Leavenworth. Oh, We've okay. got a really nice theater here in Leavenworth. Apparently, not a lot of people go to it. Maybe they did. But right now, there's not a lot of people going there. But it's really, really nice. Like, it's got the nice seats. Mm. So I I brought a blanket. We got popcorn and soda again. And then Cruella ended up being, like, the surprise breakout movie of the year. I liked it better than Quiet Place 2. Whoa. Like, Okay, it was a little edgy. It was PG-13. So for like a Disney remake, it's not like for little ones to go see. It was kind of like a Devil Wears Prada kind of thing. Because it's like the whole fashion scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it gives the backstory to Cruella and why she was the way she was. And like starts out like she ends up being an orphan at some point and has to like... Of course. You know, find her way on her own. And she befriends these two guys that there were kids too when she was first orphaned and they became like her best friends. So like, I can't remember what their names are. Like 
Horace the, and are they her henchmen? Like and the, yeah, oh, okay. But they were they ended up being her friends. Like they they grew up together. They were all homeless. Anyway, it ends up being like a pretty cool story, and like I I love Cruella now. Like I always hated Cruella because she was the dog killer. Yeah, she was the cruel who, devil. Who likes a dog killer? But one, Emma Stone played Cruella. So how could you not like her? Love Emma Stone. Emma Stone is like your girlfriend. Well, I mean, we're not like official official, but. (laughs) My my kids kept saying, we should have invited Nathan. Nathan would (laughs) love this movie. Not because of the movie, just because Uh, of Emma Stone. Of course. Anyway, she just, she rocked this role. It was just, it was so good. And then the soundtrack is like, they like redid some old classics. Cruella de Vil. No, like they old classics. Like, well, they did at the end and it was kind of weird. But like the rest of it was like old classics, like songs from like the 60s and 70s. And then they like remade them hmm. in like a cool new way to go with the movie. And it was just like, it drew you in even more. This movie was so freaking well done. The creativity of it, the way they incorporated the Dalmatians into it. She killed no dogs, by the way. It was just, it was genius. Genius. It was genius. And what would you, you rate should it? go see it. I would give that one a nine. Well, it got a 7.4 on IMDb. I'm going to give it a nine. And it got 73 Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't actually know what that means. I never understood their... Rating, but uh, 73 Rotten Tomatoes is bad. You don't want to have a lot of Rotten Tomatoes. Well, see, that's what I always thought. But then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, that only had 12 Rotten Tomatoes. So you want a lot of Rotten Tomatoes? I wouldn't think you would. I wouldn't think you would. Um, Rotten Tomatoes sound like a bad thing. Google says 88% of people like the movie, though. So that seems pretty. Really liked it. Like I was so jazzed up about it when it was done. Like that's all I talked about last night. It's all I've talked about today. You arrived at my house and I was like, Corella DeVille. Like I just couldn't stop talking about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking about it and I will talk about it on the podcast. Go see it. It was yeah. amazing. Was there any uh, did they like sing in it? Like did it have No, it have is not a musical. Okay, good. No. Good. No, dude, I I agree with this movie being PG-13. I approve. I think any, uh, like, live action, I guess as they're called, movies of a villain should at least be PG-13. How are they going to do villainous things if it's only PG? Right. You know? And I really liked this villain. Because it was Emma Stone? Yeah, and she just played it so well. And she's she had, like, some... Some character features that I really resonated with. Oh my gosh, here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I could be Cruella. She lost it a little bit there at some point, but it was understandable at the same time. But like she 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 regained it. What do you mean she end. lost it? Like she she went a little crazy. Oh, she okay. She went lost a little it, crazy. Like, cuckoo, cuckoo, lost okay. I yeah, get you. like you know where she's she's driving that um the car. It's a Deville, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Coop Deville, I don't know a Deville. She's driving it like a psycho, like she did in the movie. Nice. And that that was like the peak of her her losing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, she came back around. Cool. Realized the error of her ways. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin any more than that for you. But um, she does come back around. It's did, kinda, there is some shocking parts in it where you're like, <gasps> did not see that coming. 
Like where all of us, my family, my 20 year old son, like sat up in his reclining movie theater seat with his mouth dropped open. Like, did that just happen? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch like the live action Lion King yes. movies? Were they good? No. <laughs> I fell asleep in the movie theater during okay, that but one. Like I you thought also that fell was asleep awful. during Star Wars. So that does that's okay, not a, but I was confused of why Darth Vader was back when and you I fell knew asleep he was out of confusion. Is, does well, that just happen to you? What's going on? My brain was working so hard to try to figure out what was going on. I was so lost that I I was just like I I'm going to have to check out of this one. Also, I was watching the movie in the morning because it was like the the free movie where you go to review it. I was a great review that day. <laughs> Gosh. Um, and Lion King didn't, did it also confuse you? Is that why you fell asleep? No, it was just boring. Oh. It was just boring. What's boring about, I okay. I learned something recently and maybe if you had, this in mind, then Lion King wouldn't have been so boring to you. Okay. But I think it's a lot darker than you think. No, because I know I know what movie it's based, or what, like, writing it's based off of. Okay, but think about this, okay? Okay, even, okay, okay. Even, even the animated version's a little dark, all right, uh, given this context. so you're, Maybe you need to turn up the lighting on your TV. You remember, <laughs> you remember uh, in the first Lion King, whenever Scar... Um, spoiler alert, <clears throat> Scar kills his brother, Mufasa. Yes, that was the saddest scene ever. Brother, help me. Ah, and Simba like looking over the edge and he's like, dad. Yeah, super, super sad. Yeah, and well, all the antelopes like trampling him. and Trampling, yeah. Um, trampling or, or trampling. Or trampling, yeah. I like trampling. Trampling. Uh-huh. We have a trampling in our backyard. Okay. Yeah, this is great as a kid. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, so so Mufasa gets killed essentially by Scar, um, assisted manslaughter or whatever you want to call it. So and he blames it on Simba. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Um, what do you think happens to Mufasa's body? I think, I mean, it got, it got trampled. It got trampled in and by it just the sits antelope, there? And I think it, it probably got ripped to pieces. Because think about this, Rebecca. And I, bones crushed and broken, and then you think that they, they and just then I think beat him into a like mush, disintegrated. Well, like didn't it disintegrate? Lots of small pieces, and then it probably got picked off by like birds and stuff like that. Because you know what? Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. The, this last week, I was driving, and there is this ranch by my house, and it's got some really cute calves outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm always really interested in looking to see if the calves are by the fence. And this last week, I was in the passenger seat and I was diligently watching for the calves, but I didn't see a calf. You know what I saw? A dead deer, like right by Uh the fence. It's not what I thought that was going. By the fence. And it was ripped wide open, like its, its cavity had a hole ripped open. To be looking for a small live animal and then see a small, around the same side, size dead animal and then there was large crows ripping the insides out of this deer i was horrified nature is beautiful horrified you were looking for one side of life and you found and i saw the other. another and you know what's left of that a brown rib cage yeah, yeah. i found a goat like that like oh. one of our first goats oh. that we ever had 
that's how she died. Oh gosh. It was probably a coyotes or something that did it, but her intestines were like all oh. over the place. We had to go around and like scoop <laughs> them up and as we were burying her and put them in the hole. And then whenever we put the dirt over, you could hear her rib cage like collapse because mm. there was nothing holding it yeah, together. Yeah, I'm good with not knowing anymore. Anyway, so you don't think that's what happened to Mufasa? No, here's why. Uh, I watched a TikTok that explained it. Of uh, course. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing. No other animal really in, in the area that Mufasa died in eats lions. There's Hy- no other carnivores that eat lions. Right. Hyenas don't eat lions. The only other carnivore that eats lions are lions. Oh. And later on, you remember whenever uh, after Mufasa dies and Scar is like sitting on his like throne or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's singing, uh, I've oh, got a Zazu. lovely bunch of coconuts. Zazu is in the rib, is in the rib cage. And he's like, I've got a bubbly bunch of coconuts. Dilly dilly, there they are standing in a row. Bum, yeah. bum, bum, big one, and, small one, yep. some mm-hmm. as big as your head. Okay, yeah. Uh huh. Yes. And then Scar <laughs> grabs a skull and starts puppeteering yes? with it. Yes. <gasps> no way. If you uh, look up uh, a lion skull, no, it's identical. No. No. So. And there's some other bones scattered around. So you're saying. Scar, like after Simba ran off to the lion or to the the elephant graveyard, Scar went down, got Mufasa's body, drug him back to his lair, and devoured his brother. Feasted upon his victory, and then used his skull like a puppet. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And his rib cage as a prison for his faithful assistant. Mm-hmm. Mufasa's faithful assistant. Yeah, oh Bean. my gosh, that is really dark. That's like, that's like Disney, like going to another level. Like they're like, this is this will go over the kids' heads, but wait till the adults figure this right. out. Right, but really, it was just whenever the kids became adults, that's whenever they figured it out because adult, you know, nobody knows what a lion skull looks like. Now we do. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but uh, yeah. So it, had you known that, the live action Lion King probably would have been better. You know, I know. It probably I'm trying been to more think intense. about if the live action had that scene where he like used the skull like a puppet. I don't remember. I may have fallen asleep at that point, but you're right. Had I known that, I would have definitely intently looked for that scene where he used Mufasa's skull as a puppet. <clears throat> yeah, and kind of along the same lines, uh, unless you Lion. are. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, whatever. Unless you're Scar, you probably don't build up an appetite watching that scene of him killing his brother. You that's know? accurate. Scar was probably like, that's going to be some good eating later. But you would think anyway, that he would be the only person to think that. However, lion to think that uh, whatever mm-hmm. it's a person as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, there was a three-year-old that, that had ate a similar lion? thoughts. Yes. In a way she did. Okay. It was her third birthday. A three-year-old on her third birthday. Now you're getting crazy. Okay. It's, yes. It was a three-year-old turning three again. Um, <laughs> and uh, one of her birthday wishes was a do-over. So she's three again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, her parents asked Actually, her. 30, but. Her parents asked her, what kind of cake do you want? She said, I want a Lion King cake. They said, that makes sense. She's like obsessed with Lion King. But she said, uh, I want the scene where Mufasa 
where Scar eats Mufasa, she wanted that scene. She doesn't know that that's what happened after, but she wanted the scene of Mufasa dead. Like, oh, like that heart wrenching. Oh, scene. where he's like laying on the ground and the antelope are trampling him and Simba's looking over the edge. Yes. And just though Simba didn't despair. see the trampling happening. Trampling. If anybody else wants to be my co-host, <laughs> I'm looking for anybody that can pronounce words correctly. All you got to do is try, really. Um, you know who can pronounce words correctly? Who? Grant. Oh, that hurts. Troubled my heart. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Why do I do this? Um, anyway, go on. So Why she did got, she want this sad scene as her cake? Because she's a, a mastermind, if you will, an evil, evil mastermind. And she thought, like she thought, if I get this scene in cake form, everybody else is going to be too sad to eat cake. You don't want, that's the last thing you're thinking whenever your heart's being ripped out uh -huh. by, by these antelope or whatever trampled them. I hate, don't, <laughs> don't say it. You're Guys, Nathan just like bit his lip and like jumped at me when he noticed I was about to say it. You're not thinking about cake when you're watching that scene. But this little girl was and she thought everybody else is going to be too sad whenever they realize what scene that is. And they think back on that scene. They won't want to eat cake and she'll have more cake for herself. No, this little girl is a genius. Well, I, I yes. am feeling that she's very relatable. I I envy her thought process in all of this. You could, I mean, you can copy that for your next birthday. Just have a, a sad scene as your cake. Okay, but what other Disney movie? Does it have to be Disney? It doesn't have to be a Disney movie. What other sad scene that's like so sad that nobody's going to want to eat the cake because it only makes them think of a sad scene? Toy Story 3, the entire movie? <laughs> You could put it on a Lazy Susan and have scenes from the movie all the way around and then spin it and it'll play. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool, actually. Uh-huh. Um, what's another movie that has... Well, like, Meet the Robinsons has a lot I of sad... I love that movie. No, I agree. It's that a great movie, but it's got some sad movies. scenes. I'm trying to think of like what is like the dramatically sad scene in Meet the Robinsons. Um, Probably... Well, the the whole movie is sad to me because every time I see Bowler Hat Guy, uh -huh. I know his past and I just, I feel for him. I really do feel yeah. for that. I'm like, what? Like, he didn't have a choice in all of that. That is like- He got gypped. He got, he got shorted. That's one of those great forgotten movies. Like, it was like at the time everybody's like, I love that movie. And then nobody brings it back around. But yeah. that was so great. You want to, you know what another forgotten movie is that- I don't think it's really sad. I can't think of any sad parts about it. But the Robots movie with Robin Williams. I was going to say that too. Yeah. I love like the music in that one. It's so great. Um, see a need, fill a need. We say that around our house a lot. Like that's what we would say to our kids all the time. <laughs> whenever like they'd be like, well, tell us what you need us to do. I'm like, just see a need, fill a need. Like that's it. If you see something that needs done, do it. Anyway, I just thought of a really sad scene. Okay. Finding Nemo. All right. When Ooh. mom and dad are excited about Nemo going to be born and their little coral gets torn through and mom gets killed. And like all the babies. And all the rest of them, yes. That, that is 
that's my cake. <laughs> you're gonna have the coral, or are you just gonna have you have a bunch of coral and then like have the coral a single and then egg? like the dead fish, like oh gosh, <laughs> laying outside of the cake. <laughs> that was like such a shocking scene because it's like the opening scene of the movie. I remember taking Zacchaeus to go see that movie and sitting in the theater and like in shock and like looking at him like, dude, you doing okay? Like, are you handling this all right? That was a pretty big scene just to just kick off this movie. <laughs> I know, with. just to throw at some kids like, holy cow, Nemo. <laughs> Poor Marlon, man. And you think about all he's going through, you know, man, what a trooper, you know. If that movie came out nowadays, Mm-hmm. It would be like held at such a high, I forget the word, but people would look so highly on that movie for portraying like a single father figure. I mean, people mm-hmm. still look highly on that movie, but I think it would, it would hit different. It was nowadays. ahead of its time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way of saying it. Well, other sad, uh, sad scenes. I mean, I can't. What about what about this? Not it's not a sad scene, but it would be a gross cake. What about like a ratatouille cake? I think that would be kind of fun, actually. Like a bunch of mice and everything like that you can Uh, eat climbing into like the soup dish. You know, I had ratatouille recently. Didn't actually know what ratatouille was. It's just like tomatoes and squash and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. My daughter had to make it for school and I was like, that that's what this is. It's good. I love squash and zucchini. Yeah. I love that stuff. But yeah, no ratatouille. Nothing crazy. Mm-mm. The Notebook. Is that a sad movie? The two, the elderly couple dying at the <gasps> same time. What about what? this Bridge to Terabithia? Oh my gosh. So like the broken rope over the yes. <laughs> stream. <laughs> well, this is getting so dark. <laughs> this was dark from the beginning, man. I'm trying to think of like all the movies that I've like, ugly cried over what about in i am legend whenever he gets off the helicopter and then or his family gets on the helicopter and then it gets overtaken oh, and it, and he watches the die. helicopter that his family is on crash armageddon when did you ever watch armageddon no okay armageddon where like the dad is, is like okay so let me let me give you some backup they're in outer space One person has to stay behind, cannot return to Earth because one person has to stay behind and manually detonate a bomb to blow up this big meteor that's about to crash into Earth. And so they all draw straws. Well, this guy, played by Ben Affleck, draws the straw. Well, he's also engaged to his boss's daughter. Okay. And so Liv Tyler is the one who plays the boss's daughter. She's waiting back on earth for her dad and her fiance to return. Well, the dad says he's going to, he's going to take Ben Affleck down to the meteor and say his final goodbyes while everybody else gets in place to fly away. So dad is taking him down the last minute. He rips out his oxygen tank thing so that Ben Affleck can't like survive and rips his patch off Gives it to Ben Affleck, like his, his I went to space patch. Gives it to Ben Affleck so that he can give it to like the space guy that always wanted to go to space but didn't get to. Anyway, whole side story there. Um, and so Ben Affleck goes up in the elevator because he doesn't have any oxygen. The dad takes his place and goes to detonate the bomb. 
And the next thing you see is Liz, Liv Tyler is in the space station and they're like, your dad wants to talk to you. And he's letting her know he's not coming back home. And he's saying goodbye to her. And all of a sudden the screen goes fuzzy and she's just sitting there with her hand on the screen crying because her dad, are you crying, Nathan? Are you okay? No, I'm just <laughs> trying to imagine how you would put this on a cake. <laughs> um, so I think we could have like the bomb. Okay. And the dad sitting there with the detonating <laughs> remote. Okay. Okay. Or you could do Liv Tyler's hand on the TV, like the fuzzy TV screen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know my cakes, Nathan. I've got this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, guys, you may not know this, but we are recording this podcast earlier in the day. It's still Tuesday here for us, mm -hmm. but we're recording it early in the day. That's also why we are not live on YouTube and Twitch. Twitch. Um, I hate today. your guts. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking for new co-hosts. <laughs> Uh, because Nathan is running the morning show on Life 88.5 this week. And so he has to be up stupid early in the morning. And so he can't be up late at night to record the podcast like we normally do. So over my lunch break is when we're recording this podcast. So Nathan is, have you gotten enough sleep? Like what time did you go to bed last night? And what uh, time did you have to get up? I, I have a decent amount of sleep. I have been going to bed about seven thirty eight, and falling asleep right away. Uh, close to it, yeah. Uh, I usually like last night. I don't think I fell asleep until probably closer to nine. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's it's enough. Like I'm in bed and I'm kind of like resting. I'm convincing myself anyway that I'm resting. That just and that, resting that is is what you need. Right. Yeah. 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 And so I'm like, even though I'm not asleep yet and I'm only going to get three hours of sleep, at least I'll have been resting for longer, you know, that, and that's what counts. It's all rest. Right. Um, but yeah, I've been waking up around three. I think my first alarm goes off at three. Today I got up at three forty. And I was out the door by 3.50. Oh, my gosh. So that was like an up and out type thing. Oh, uh, my whole you life. You brushed your teeth. Or did you take your toothbrush with you? No, I brushed my teeth. Good job. At home. Wow. Yeah. Though I forgot I could just, I forgot a toothbrush is mobile. I could have taken it with me. Yeah. I could have gotten 10 extra minutes of sleep. That used to be your thing. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I hated that, though, to be honest. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I've been waking up very early, getting to work around 4.20. Uh, just blaze and then go to work. I don't actually, it's 420, just like the marijuana number or whatever. Uh -huh. I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> I really don't understand. Anyway, um, but it's been good, you know? I mean, I did, did things go? Today was like your first day. Well, okay, hold on. I think uh, we need to back up a little bit because you thought yesterday was your first day. Yeah, this is the day after Memorial Day. Um, and yesterday on Memorial Day, I had I don't recall ever hearing anything from my boss or her co-host about taking Monday off. I assumed all the way through last week, all the way through the weekend, I even talked to you about it of no, I don't get Memorial Day off. I have to go in. They're going to be in Florida, um, which is why I'm going in for the morning show. I'm not doing the morning show. I'm just pressing play on their pre-recorded stuff. It's the magic of radio. And um, so I was like, okay, yeah, no, it makes sense. They don't have to work on Memorial Day. They just recorded beforehand. I'll go in. I'll hit play a bunch of times, and that'll be that. So I get in right at 420, um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking at the logs 
which is basically like the radio playlist. Um, I'm looking at the logs and I'm like, okay, I don't really see this doesn't look like it did last week whenever I was training on this. So I thought that was weird and I could see places where they have voice tracked. So their breaks were already in. And I was like, yeah, that's just not what we discussed. That's this. Did they mix it up on me? Like what's wrong? Yeah. What what is going on? Um, And uh, then I looked at their recorded breaks where we discussed they would be and they didn't have anything recorded for Monday at all. And I was like, well, that is strange. Maybe, maybe (laughs) they didn't trust me to like get here on time. So they're like, let's just go ahead, throw everything in, make sure it's all automated. And then if Nathan gets there, cool, he can do weather or something. Um, That was not the case at all, actually. I wasn't supposed to be there. So I texted my boss, who obviously wasn't awake. um, And then I texted the assistant program director, who also obviously wasn't awake. Um, And uh, turns out didn't need to be there. So I went home. (laughs) I went home and I didn't take a nap. What? I didn't go back to sleep. Like, I didn't even text you yesterday because I assumed you went back to sleep. Nope. I went home and I played games all okay. day. <laughs> all day. Um, no, I didn't take a single nap because I didn't want to jack up my sleeping schedule. I thought, well, this this is kind of nice because I get a, a a head start, you know? Right. I've, I've heard that the key to getting back on a sleep schedule is not to go to bed early, but to wake up early. And not okay. take a nap. Okay. You just you basically sacrifice one day to be tired all day. But that's And then you're set after that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm still tired now. Yeah. Despite not taking a nap yesterday. But you know, it's cool. But I had you're a, not gonna take a well, you took a little nap today because you fell asleep on my couch. Like maybe upstairs. ten minutes. And Elvis curled up with you. Yeah. And it was so cute. Elvis, not you. Right. And then I went and stuck my finger in your ear to tell you it was time to do the podcast. Yeah, that was, thank you so much. You're welcome. For that. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, it was really like um, my nieces and nephews were around. Uh-huh. So that was, <laughs> that was great. Um, but yeah, no, anyway, so you sent me a story, an article today um, that said extra sleep maybe just as detrimental as lack of sleep. Yeah, I don't like reading things like that. That's like, you know what? If you sleep too much, that might not be healthy for you. Yeah. Um, so, so it looks like you're rocking it. Yeah. This whole study. Um, but every other week, I'm not so much. <laughs> Basically, the way my life is, is like wake up early throughout the week to go to work and stuff and like just be miserable the whole week. And then the weekend comes and I go back to my regular sleeping schedule, which is like going to bed at 2 a.m. and waking up at noon or 1 p.m. Um, but that's not really healthy. Also, on the weekends and stuff, like if I can just sleep in, I will sleep for like 12 hours straight, sometimes longer. That's kind of a long time. That is a long time. I feel like that's reaching the unhealthy length of sleep. I know people require different lengths of sleep. I feel like eight hours is is a sufficient functioning time frame for me, though they say the sweet spot is between six and seven hours of sleep for, for healthy sleep. I feel like that is too little, but I could be one of those who uh, was a part of the study and I'll end up having like a stroke or a heart attack or something. They're going to be like, see? You slept too much. Now you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> You'll sleep now and when you're dead, I guess, because you slept too much. Um, yeah, dude, I, here's, the, here's the problem with six or seven hours of sleep. Six hours, six hours, you're okay. 
Six hours, you're like, eh, I'm tired, but I got six hours of sleep, so I really can't complain. Eight hours. I'm 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 feeling well rested. I could probably take a nap, but I got eight hours of sleep, so I'm functioning well throughout the day. Seven hours of sleep, you're dead. Like there's something about getting seven hours of sleep. It's the opposite of a sweet spot. It's the sour spot. Something about the the REM cycles. I don't know if you're this way, but if I get seven hours of sleep, I'm dead. I'm donezo. Like, don't ask anything of me. I might as well have just not gone to bed last night. That might be too far. Yeah, but you I know, don't think that's the case for me. I think that's like I was close to getting enough sleep, but not quite. I I require a lot of sleep. Otherwise, I start making dumb decisions. <laughs> Is that what causes it? I do make strange decisions <laughs> whenever I have lack of sleep. It's it's really cool that earlier you were talking about just wanting a host that can pronounce words correctly. Okay. What? It, what? Did I mispronounce a this, word? <laughs> decisions. He said decisions. I did not. And then you corrected yourself. And okay. said, <laughs> I said what, Rebecca? I'm sorry, I couldn't I couldn't quite hear you there. Oh my god. You slurred your words, you freaking okay. nerd. So here's here's my struggle with sleep. I feel as though I go to bed too early than I'm ready. Like I I am a night owl and I I thrive in the evenings. I am much more alert, like I get my second wind, like I am ready to go in the evenings. Like Mornings, not so good. Midday, I'm all right. Evenings, I come to life. And because I didn't have to go to work on Monday, Sunday night, I was full of energy. I just could do whatever I wanted to do. I stayed up and watched a movie until 2 a.m., was completely happy with that, went to bed and slept until 11.30. Really? Yep. And that felt like the right time frame for me. You woke up at 1130 and you didn't feel like you had missed any part of your day or wasted any part of your day? No, you know, we've been we've been navigating a lot lately and sleep has not been something that's come easily. And I was like, I don't care what happens Monday, but I'm getting the rest that I need. Like this weekend, I'm just getting the rest I need. Nothing else is more important right now. Then, then catching up on my rest and getting some time back. And so that's exactly what I did. Watched a great movie. We watched a lot of movies this weekend, but watched a great movie, stayed up as late as I wanted, slept as late as I wanted. We had an excellent lunch, went and saw another movie, and then stayed up till like midnight, which nice. is my normal. Yeah. And then I get up at eight. So you normally- no, I woke up in around three something because I'm really worried that you won't make it to work on time. You're and insane. So I have asked Nathan to text me when he's awake, when he gets to work, just to calm my anxiety. But but like you, Nathan, you've been late to work before for a morning show, and that's just it's caused PTSD in me. I'm scared. I have anxiety. I can't sleep right now. Yeah. No. You, I, I don't blame you 
for being worried that I'm going to oversleep. Uh-huh. I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I didn't explain to them my past of oversleeping during morning shows, but that was also whenever I was in Springfield yes. and I was going through a you lot of mental stuff, some stuff and sleep. It was like I could have slept for 24 hours and still not been good. By the way, this article mentions that it's the quality of sleep, not the amount of hours you get. Okay. And so excessive sleepers might just struggle with quality of sleep, which I kind of feel like I uh-huh. deal with, um, which is why I started taking melatonin and I don't sleep as much. I, That's good. You got, I, so I took you're melatonin more quality and I don't sleep as much. Yeah. And by the way, for anybody listening, melatonin doesn't make you sleepy. It just improves the sleep you get. This so, is an argument Nathan has had with my daughter who has a history of issues in falling asleep and takes melatonin to fall asleep, and Nathan argues with her about this. She's like, I'm just going to take 40 times the recommended (laughs) amount, and I'm not joking. I'm going to take 40 times the recommended amount and then just sit here at the table until I'm tired. You could have sat there and waited till you were tired and not taken the melatonin. It's not making you tired. If it's making you tired, it's because you are heavily overdosing. I think she has fixed that problem since then. Good. Because I told her to. Okay. <laughs> she told me the other day that she texted you and you never responded back to her. And I said, oh, that's just because he goes to bed early. And she's like, no, I texted him yesterday. And I was like, well, then he's just straight up ignoring you. No, she asked me if, if she could use my skateboard. And I thought I replied, but I guess I didn't. Um, but the answer is yes. So wow. she's been going to the skate park a lot and she wanted to borrow my skateboard. She'll be glad to hear that. Are you, You're going to let my daughter borrow your expensive custom skateboard yeah as long as she doesn't ride it through like a puddle or anything okay. like she's got to be responsible with it All right. and doesn't give it a razor tail what's razor tail it's whenever you like drag the tail too much and then that uh oh, and it like feathers well, yeah it? no it doesn't feather it it literally sharpens it okay. to the point where if you try to do like a pop shove it or anything like a kick flip or anything like right, that right 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 uh tray flip uh-huh and it comes around and it hits your shin it will like Ooh, it like goes a razor scooter yeah it goes from being like getting hit in the shin by a board and it goes into getting hit in the shin by a machete on wheels. Okay. So yeah, that's, um, no bueno. yeah, that's razor tail. Anyway. So with your new schedule, you probably haven't gotten to do a lot of gaming besides yesterday. Um, no, no, I haven't. I, it's nice. I will say this because I get home early and then I can just play games. The problem is that I still live with my parents and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. You're home at 10 a.m. We still have the rest of our day. Can you help us with everything? <laughs> and like, I can't not, right? So you don't just then like I would, fake like, I'm going to go lay down and then you secretly play video games instead? Well, my bed is upstairs and my computer is downstairs. So it's so obvious. It'd be really hard. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I just feel like a lazy son now, even though I've well, already gone to work and done my duty. But what if this was your job? What if you were getting paid $2,000? I would move out. To play video games with a friend. That's my plan, and I would move out. Okay, well, it is an offer right now that a gaming company is offering, and it's to find out if people do better at playing games when they play with friends. And your friend doesn't have to be necessarily in the same room as you. You can totally do virtual gaming, which I know is what you do. Mm -hmm. 
And you can apply for it. You can go online to this website, which I don't know what it is. Frontierbundles.com. Yeah, that's it. And you can apply and maybe you'll get chosen. There is specific games that they're wanting you to play. But I think you could handle this. 21 hours of video games together. And then just report back your experience. $2,000. I feel like this is a dream job. Yeah. No, I I have... Well, for one thing, I could just... I don't even have to, like, wait for this study to come out and to see the results. I can already tell them. Like, why, why are they paying people $2,000 for this when they could just make a poll online? That's true. But I think they want to actually, like, have legitimate studies. Like... Yeah. Well, I've done the study. Well, I guess, I mean, if you're reporting back on it, then I guess what difference would a pull? Why aren't you working for these gaming companies? Um, this, this company in particular, or just like. Just in general. You know, it. That's because you could not live without just (laughs) co-hosting with me. Right. Yeah. Unless you went to start playing video games, you know, (laughs) maybe there's a niche there, a niche. I don't know. Anyway. Um, because it's a very hard industry to get into. Like, do you think radio is hard? Try getting mm-hmm. into gaming. You have to be either incredibly Bad funny attitude. and charming or incredibly good. And by incredibly good, I mean like best in your state, if not in your country, good. Um, and you've practiced a lot. And if you haven't figured, if you haven't become best by now, you're not going to be. No, I've already, I've already, I have this conversation kind of frequently, but I was having this specific conversation uh, a few days ago. Somebody, one of the guys I played games with asked if I felt like I have the potential to be like top tier professional play on a stage in front of people and Mm -hmm. broadcasted for millions level of player. If I was able to just put as much time in on. Yeah. Like if it was my full time job, could I stop working and and just do this? And I was like, no, no, I couldn't. I've heard, I've had that thought. And the truth is, is that. I know my limits and there there's like a different level you get to. And it's, it's basically like I have a really good, like I can just get the basics of the game down and I can be above average in just about every game I play. But as far as mechanics and everything like that goes, if you can have the mechanics down and then get all the other game skills later on, you'll be better than me. Just That's have a chance. Cool. I was trying to, to keep listening, but it was really boring. Yeah, no, it's okay. I know um, you don't care, but... So just... you've got until June 18th to apply. Uh-huh. There'll be two sets of winners from anywhere in the United States. They're looking for um, gaming friends that have a very long history of gaming together. Well... I feel like you're you're like you're, you're checkmarking all the qualifiers yeah. in this. I've, I've been playing with Grant Miller uh, Gosh. for... Oh, my whole life, pretty much. He's my childhood best friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't always have Xbox Live, but we we play a lot together. We are making it up. So they'll notify winners on June 25th. You'll get a bag with a Nintendo Switch Lite, access to modern video game favorites and retro video game classics, as well as some snacks. And apparently $2,000. Here's what they're going to find with this. Because they want to know, I, I think you already mentioned this, but they want to know if people play games better solo or with someone on their side like playing with a friend depends on the friends completely depends on the friends and it depends what game because if i'm playing a competitive game if i'm playing with a friend who's better than me like grant Mm -hmm. 
don't tell him I said that. You can tell him I said that. I tell him all the time. Then I'm going <laughs> to play better because I'm trying to. You're being challenged. I'm being challenged and there's a standard that I have to hit or else I'm letting him down. But I if I'm playing that's with. That's the case with any job though. Like anything that you do. If you work with somebody who's better than you and they challenge you, then it pushes you to do Yeah, better. you're going to get better. But if you work with somebody who sucks at their job. And all they do is whine and complain about their job. Then it's not going to get. Then you're going to eventually start to like slack off a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the answer. Like they don't have to, I mean, they can give me the $2,000, I guess, but like they don't have to do a whole study about it. And for 21 hours, there's some longevity there, but I don't know with the games that like, they're not doing competitive games. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, speaking of slacking off, you haven't been at Amazon a lot lately. I have not. It sounds like there's been some changes that happened there. There's an article that came out that Amazon now has a mental health kiosk and they are getting totally roasted over this. Um, as they should, because Amazon needs to be roasted <laughs> over as many things as possible. I love the company, but anyway, um, they're calling it um, Zen Booths. It's their Amazon. Uh-huh. <laughs> like Zen, like find your inner mm, oh, Zen. Um, and uh, it just looks so out of place in a warehouse. It looks like a, a phone booth that you can't see in. But you go and you sit in this booth and you can watch videos that's like beneficial to mental health. I don't think this is that bad of a thing. Like, I'm not sure why they're getting roasted for it. I think I could have appreciated a mental health booth in some of the places I worked. Instead, I use the bathroom and then you've got Tracy who comes in and is like, why are you crying? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but this... I need a booth to just lose it and okay. This is not one of those things. Well, maybe it is, but they have they have inside of this phone booth looking thing, like some brochures. They've got a little tiny fan in there. Oh, some, I could appreciate that. Some plants. And then they have a computer that has a set, like it has videos that talk about like mental health and like will walk you through like quiet meditation and breathing exercises See, again, and stuff. I don't think it's bad. Those aren't my go-to videos, but I have my own mental health go-to videos. Okay, but this is in the middle of a warehouse. I know, but they, like even more so. Like where else are you going to go in a warehouse? I'm just No, I'm just saying, imagine looking up and you see Amy across the the hall, stop working entirely, look up and just turn and go to the Amazon booth. Then uh-huh. you're like, wow, she's really going through something. And the rest of the warehouse knows about it. People who are going through this stuff don't want to be like, yeah, uh, supervisor. Hey, I'm going to be in the Zen booth for a second. I want to kill myself. No, I think, no, I don't even think it's like, well, hopefully like the Zen booth keeps people get to keeps people from getting to that point where they're like, I want to kill myself. Hopefully this is a, I'm really struggling right now and I need a break. And knowing Amazon, they're probably like, all right, supervisors, if somebody needs time in their Zen booth, you got to let them have that time. Like that's the time where you can like take a break and your boss can't criticize you about it or that's, that's not going to turn out well for them. Yeah. But here's, here's, do you want to know what my go-to videos are? No. Here's my question. Do they have do they have limits on how long you can spend in here? Is it like, hey, can I get a 30 minute break? Or here's what's going to happen is they're going to say, guys, if you need to use the Amazon booth, can you please do it during break time? 
Um, <laughs> it really slows down production and we need to hit these numbers. Here's the thing with like the Zen booth. I think smokers have been using Zen booths, but they're called going outside to smoke a cigarette for sometimes, a very long time. Sometimes they even have booths, you know, to smoke. A yeah. Like a, cigarette. like a shed thing. Have you never seen those? No, nah, I have. Well, you've never worked in a warehouse, have you? No. So, okay. okay so like at Odyssey, we have a picnic table. That's the smokers area. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I think it's like the same type of thing. So smokers do that. Like that's their stress relief thing. And for years, workers have been workers who don't smoke have complained about smokers getting smoke breaks Yeah, and people who don't smoke don't ever get those breaks. Well, why don't we call it our, our Zen booth time? And they can like, I could go watch my go-to videos that I watch when I'm super stressed out. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because Amazon doesn't allow employees to just take a random smoke break. You have to smoke on your break time or on your lunch time or when you're off or before your shift. You can't just like get up from a shift, stop working and then go smoke. Maybe the Zen booth will help smokers stop smoking. No, it's going to give them a reason to complain because now they're going to see Amy going to the Zen booth twice a day and they're going to say, wait a minute. Why can't I just go out and smoke? And That's my say, Zen time. You know what? This is a, a healthy alternative. And why don't you watch the video on quitting smoking and finding new relaxation? And then they're going to get flipped <laughs> off and <laughs> provided for you. And then HR is going to come in and spank the <laughs> Listen, supervisor. I'm not saying it's it, it's fail proof. I'm just saying I I don't see why this is such a bad thing. I think you know would I take a break and go in there? No. But I could see using that. That would be nice if I was brave enough to do something like that. But like, even if I'm like, I am having a really sucky day and I could really use a day off right now because I think my head is going to explode. No, I will cry through a newsread if I have to. Like, I will not stop working. And that is not a healthy option. But it's the option I go with every time because I've had it drilled in my head that uh, taking time off is not okay. And back to the Zen booth. I think this is a, a good thing to, to incorporate. Well, I think people need to be okay with taking breaks because, you know, there's a lot of workplace shootings right now. And uh, I think learning how to calm down and getting that time to calm down ooh, is really important. I wonder if it's bulletproof glass. <laughs> Everybody's trying to like rush into the Zen. Bro, let me in the booth. Get your own. Um, No, Amazon has been getting a lot of backlash for this. And and people, I'm not like an Amazon shill at all. I couldn't care less. It's the biggest corporation in the world. Like they've got a monopoly on online orders, which is the way of the future. So they've basically got a monopoly on the future. Jeff Bezos, good job. You beat the system, whatever. I couldn't care less what happens to the company, but it's always going to flourish no matter how much backlash it gets. But people are complaining about it, uh, about this Zen booth thing, about like, you know, the whole giving employees uh, a mental health break and all that, because there are stories of Amazon workers having to pee in bottles and not getting they don't enough get break their time. bathroom breaks. Yeah. Um, however, and I'm sure there are a lot of different stories other than the two that this article um, from Vice um, linked to. But the thing about um, the pee bottles thing is uh-huh. it was talking about how um, 
it, it's the delivery drivers that always pee in bottles because they get bonuses for how many packages they deliver and for their rates and stuff. It's not that they're not allowed to stop and take a break. It's that they want the money yeah. and they would rather pee in a bottle. So what? I'm sorry, but okay. If they're okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Just take them out of the truck after you're done. Like, you, bro, I, I'm fine. You know, pee in a Pringles can, like do whatever you want. And they're making memes about it on Reddit. So it's not like they're really feeling, you know, beaten up about it. They're like, hey, bro, what kind of bottles do you, do you guys drink Gatorade? Cause it's got the bigger, it's got the you know, wide yeah. mouth. And it's like, who cares? I'm sorry, but who cares? And I've also, I, I've argued with people on the internet about this and I never argue You've with people on the internet. actually spent time arguing with people. It was a very short this. argument, but, um, People were saying how Amazon is known, it's known for um, not allowing like warehouse workers bathroom breaks and they have to pee in bottles in the warehouses. Hi, my name is Nathan Reese. I work in an Amazon warehouse for over a year now. I have taken 20 minute poop breaks. Never once has, there's been once, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get on it. Only once in my entire Amazon career has a supervisor come over and said, hey, uh, what were you doing during this time and this time? And that was whenever it was right after a break and I wasn't even in the bathroom. It was right after break and I was talking to somebody after break mm -hmm. for like, an, basically I took like an extra five, seven minutes off break. Um, and then they were like, hey, it's kind of weird that, you know, you were gone for that long. And I think I did go pee. And so I was just taking my time. It makes mm -hmm. sense, whatever. And, and so I was like, oh yeah, no, I just was in the bathroom. They're like, all right, we'll just try to, you know, pee during break time instead of immediately after break time. By the way, no. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. I'm going to... Okay. You know? Yep. So, it. it's... it's uh, Anyway, and another thing, I got to get this off my chest, but um, uh, one of the other stories that they linked was Amazon drivers suing Amazon for being paid less than minimum wage. Um, that was a company that delivers for Amazon. It wasn't even like an Amazon. It wasn't... They weren't coming out of the Amazon warehouse. It was like a, a third party company that was being bad to their employees. I thought Amazon was like 15 bucks an hour. I make 16.55. Bonuses. Yeah. Paying you for vaccinations. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, they got money. You feel like you're working for the world's richest corporation whenever you work for them. Like, you know, it's a big warehouse. And so there's big warehouse things, but suck it up or don't work in a warehouse and if you want to pee in a bottle that's fine but if you don't just pull just stop and most of these guys listen if you can pee in a bottle you can pee on the side of the road i did it all the time as a kid like whatever i'm off my soapbox now amazon you're welcome i'll take my raise now <laughs> there was a you just flashed through pictures of bottles online. yeah were pee, those pee bottles they were indeed pee bottles nice. um by choice though we didn't even get to the story about the 62-foot chicken being built in Georgia. Yeah, I know. This yeah. is going to be as much of an attraction as Babyland, which we talked about in the last podcast or the one before that, I well, believe. Maybe we can talk about it in the Let's Be Honest for our patrons. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, if you're a patron, you'll see too, I guess. We're here. Yep. Uh, Friday. Do we have any plans for Friday? Probably not. Not yet. We don't normally... I know for one thing, I will be tired, but I'll probably take a nap on Friday yeah. because that'll be my last day of doing morning show stuff. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, we'll see. Rebecca, you have a good rest of your day. Thanks. Everybody else who's listening, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support, patrons. Thank you so much for your support. And uh, for anybody who was hoping to see us live uh, recording this, sorry. Friday. Friday. Friday for sure at 8 p.m. But until then, my name's Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.